Welcome to the Twins Talk It Up podcast, where my identical twin brother and I share our thoughts and provide solutions for executives and professionals who want to become masters of speaking and communicating so that they can maximize their influence and impact. Yes, we are identical twins who happen to also be public speakers, executive coaches, and sales leaders. Our company, DSB Leadership Group, focuses on equipping leaders who want to speak with confidence and authority, all while using their authentic voice. Here on the Twins Talk It Up podcast, we present topics about communication and leadership from our perspective as individuals and as twins. Welcome to the Twins Talk It Up podcast. We decided that today on the Twins Talk It Up podcast, our special guest would be each other. And that's one of the great things about uh, having an identical twin brother. We want to go and look back on what has happened this past year. Everyone knows that the pandemic has taken place. Microsoft has actually did a research and a study, in-depth study, on their employees working at the office versus working at home. And everyone would think, wow, people are not as productive when you work from home. That's not true. It actually came back that people were working more hours being at home. They're always on when they're at home. So they're more productive. They're always on. It might actually be better for employees to go back to the office to have that time to drive, to spend that time with their peers, and actually to be able to turn off when they get home. It's up to you how you guys want to do that. But I thought that was quite unique that this is exactly what took place uh, this past year during COVID. Now, we've been talking for some time, Dave and I, about what have been some of our favorite topics, some of our favorite podcasts over this past last year. And fortunate for us, there's just really too many great podcasts that we've had to say these are the top three but we're going to try to do our best david yeah dan i appreciate you bringing that up and we've had some incredible guests since we began our podcast just actually under a year now we are in our second season and we started to really bring in some incredible thought leaders incredible topics but i had been asked over the last several months dan when are you guys going to Talk about your favorite episodes. And that's challenging when you think about how do we narrow it down? And so Dan and I decided we're going to infuse within our podcast episodes from time to time a episode on our top three. It could be top three anything. You tell us what you want us to talk about. Our top three uh, NFL franchises, our top three songs of the 70s or 80s, or maybe our top three movies. We're mm-hmm. actually going to infuse our top three stories of what it's like being twins our top three stories of clients that we're working with but today we wanted to talk about our top podcast episodes our top twins talk it up episodes our top books and even we're going to share a little bit about our top memories in the last year or so and the reason why we came up with the top three if you've been involved in any of my training you know that we often will talk about how you structure your speech or your presentation and we use the rule of three. And in marketing, the rule of three is designed to allow your audience, your customers, your clients to be drawn to three options and no more. And it gives them the sense that they are going to get the best choice made or the best decision or the best service given to them. And so we want you to not get overwhelmed with all the different topics that we could be talking about, all the different top 10s, top 20s, top 100s. We're just going to talk about our top threes. And so that's what I wanted to do. And I'll tell you, it was tough. It was tough to really think through our favorite episodes of the Twins Talking Up program, our favorite books. And I don't know what to do with that, Dan. I just figured let's just go for it. I want to put it out there and I hope that our audience will enjoy what we share today. David, I would have to tell you that it's so difficult to narrow everything down to the top three of everything and anything in life. Right. Because I believe that At that moment of your life, sometimes a a quote, sometimes one of our previous podcasts or sometimes a specific book by a specific author was what you needed to hear, to read, to see. But then at a different moment of life, it could be something different. So it is so difficult to break everything down to just the top three. And I would tell you that it's very difficult, but I would have to tell you that if we take ourselves and put ourselves in the moment Mm. and we just appreciate the moment 
and yes. not look about the future, not worry about tomorrow, not think about yesterday, but just give our full energy into the moment. Uh, I would say that maybe one of our favorites was uh, a Howard University alumni member, a famous actor who starred in the Black Panther. And we did an episode 15 called Wakanda Forever, right? We did the Wakanda Forever ep episode. We talk about the leadership lessons that we learned from uh, Chadwick Boseman in his life. Even yeah. when he had serious cancer, he still put on a great performance, still acted, and no one really knew he was sick. Yeah. Which I thought was phenomenal. Yeah. And when we think about that in our life, there could be so many things going on. But sometimes we have to, in the moment, perform for the people around us because they need that in their lives more than feeling self-pity, sorrow, or whatever it may be in that moment. And specifically as leaders, we sometimes can't look at our balance sheets. We can't look at our forecast. Sometimes we just got to be in the moment and realize that what our company may need or what our employees may need is at this moment and at this time is some positivity. Yep. Agreed. Agreed. I, I can't tell you, Dan, that with all that 2020 going into 2021, what we saw as a country with this health pandemic, there's been so many struggles, so many challenges, but so many great stories. And I, I would say that probably the episode you just quoted with Chadwick Boseman, episode 15, probably was my favorite. And we're just talking about overall favorite, but I, I want to really get into our top three, but that really was my overall favorite. I mean, what an incredible talent, incredible gift, once in a generational um, gift that he gave us in terms of his talent, his leadership and what he did. So I would say, go back and listen to that episode, episode 15. I guarantee you're going to enjoy it as much as Dan. I uh, really love putting it together. So Dan, let's, let's go into some of our personal favorite episodes. And as you mentioned, it may really be more of a reflection of where we are at the moment of putting this episode together and thinking about what impacted us or what we were going through personally. But let's talk about your top three twins talking up episodes. Yeah. So as I think about it, I remember one of the, uh, I would say funniest, humorous, as well as uh, business focused episodes was with uh, another set of twins and Mike and Steve Merrill. I've known these guys for so many years uh, through our years uh, working in sales. Yeah. And I thought it was so amazing to see both of these brothers, these identical twin brothers living in the same city now, used to work at the same exact company, competing with each other from being <laughs> little kids all the way up into the business world. Who had the better commission that quarter? Who did the best quarter? Who blew it out? Always competing against each other. That was so that was so amazing. That was episode 13. That was called The Twins and Sales Leaders. I, I thought that was so funny. It was so amazing to be able to see two twin brothers who are both uh, what I call leaders in their industries. Yeah. And not only are they leaders in their industries, they also give back to the community quite a lot. And I love the fact that they build upon each other. They push each other in the same way that you and I, Dave, we love to push each other. We were competing at, at since, since we were kids, knowing how to walk, we were competing. Even at Howard University and in college, we were competing. Who had the better GPA? Yes, and the yeah. person who had the lower GPA had to do the, the other person's laundry for that, that, for that semester. I remember that. Um, our, one of, another episode uh, is called episode 32 with our good friend, John Goodman. It's Your yeah. Money Matters. Now, you and I have known John Goodman, uh, wow, since 1993. Yeah. Known John Goodman. Yeah. And he had, a, he just has the greatest personality. He actually talked about his story of going and playing at Duke University. Mm, Coach K. Playing for Coach K. Playing basketball, actually hitting winning shots. What an amazing life story to hear that. And then being able to start his own organization, his own company, selling his company, starting another company, having his kids grow up to be very successful business in, business people. One of his, uh, his children going into law enforcement, law enforcement just to help serve and protect the community. He, he creating an app called Millionaire Me, teaching you how to save your money, how to be more wise, how to spend wisely. Yep. I just love the 
aspect that we have with John. And you know, one of the funny the things about John Goodman is he tricked me. Yeah, he did. So, Come on, Rocky so Mountain. Jimmy and I were moving to Seattle. We stopped by to visit John and Cece in Montana. Now there's this thing called Rocky Mountain oysters. And he was telling me, hey, Danny, I know you and your wife loves, love, just love food. And you guys travel all over the world with your business. You always like to eat different types of food. I want you to come try out a Montana delicacy, Rocky Mountain oysters. I'm like, there's no, wait, there's no oysters up there. There's no ocean. How are you going to do that? And he tricked me as I, as I ate it. And I was like, wait a minute, this is no oyster. <laughs> so if you guys don't know what that is, please look it up. I'm not going to talk about it in this episode. And then I think one of my, the, the last uh, episode I want to talk about was one that we did not too long ago with a, a good friend of ours, uh, Tony Safoyan at Sata Systems. Uh, it was episode 38, Cloud and Diversity. Now, Tony and his company is just a very great success story because this is an industry that I personally work in every single day. It's called the managed services uh, solution space, right? Or managed services provider space, the MSP. If you're a business and you're going to look into working into the cloud, you want to buy cloud solutions, you want to look at backup recovery and archiving and security and productivity and things like that, you want to make sure that you're dealing with managed services providers. And this is the space that we are in. Our, my business, I coach the MSPs. I help increase their profitability, decrease their debt ratio so that they can either be able to sell their business at eight to 10 X multiple or buy other MSPs. Now, Tony took his company's business. It was a break fix shop. Yeah. All right. If you don't know what a break fix shop is, it's a uh, organization that actually goes and fixes your systems that break down. You call them, they show up, they fix, they charge you an hourly rate. He took that, transformed it into a managed service provider business and then took that all the way up to deciding to take a Microsoft practice, a Google practice, split it up, focus only on the Google side at that, at that time. And he's now taken his company to a trajectory of almost a billion dollars yeah. and preparation to file for IPO. The, the, that's not just what's phenomenal about Tony. What's really phenomenal about Tony is the fact that his leadership style, he's always embraced his people. He's always embraced culture, authenticity, being able to tell you that, hey, look, if you're a minority, if you're an underrepresented group, we don't care. We will treat you fairly equally. And in fact, we will lift you up. Yes. And if you go on his LinkedIn profile, you will continuously see Tony always lifting up his employees, talking about how amazing they are, how great they are, how he's so excited that they're on his podcast and his episode. He, he is one of the few leaders that I have been able to follow that continuously lifts up his employees more than he ever does for his own self. David? We'll be right back after this short break. We want to thank our sponsor for today's episode, Live Love Thanks. Live Love Thanks helps purpose-driven women leaders, executives, and entrepreneurs to permanently eliminate clutter and end stress and overwhelm so they can move forward in their careers, relationships, and health. Visit LiveLoveThanks.com for impactful coaching and program professional women's. I am delighted to announce that App Meetup's customers can now benefit from the presentation and speaking training courses with our integration and partnership with DSB Leadership Group. DSB Leadership Group is committed to providing training and resources to support professionals becoming more effective communicators and increase their impact and value. And that is the reason why App Meetup and DSP Leadership Group have formed a partnership to make sure that our MSPs, which is you, can be effective and powerful speakers in the community. Thank you for listening to the Twins Talk It Up podcast. As a special thank you, we have an amazing offer for our listeners. 20% off products or services on our website. Just send us an email with the subject line podcast and we will send you that special discount code at dsbleadershipgroup.com. And now, let's get back to the episode. Welcome back to Twins Talk It Up podcast. Yeah, and I, I really had a lot of fun with all of those episodes, and I can't tell you how moved I was by the Merrill Brothers, John Goodman. We've had a friendship for over 27 years. And then with Tony, it was incredible to be able to see his emphasis on bringing in the best talent didn't matter where they're from didn't matter the color of their skin he said if, it's, if, that, if that talent is out there i want the very best 
And that's really something that we all can model in our companies today. I think for me, Dan, you know, it is tough to be able to narrow down the three, but these three stood out to me for various reasons. The first one was with my friend CMAC and CMAC gave you and I a lot of great input over the years with businesses, with our organizations and structuring and leadership. But the title of that episode was integrity with business, integrity Mm -hmm. in business rather. And we talked about the need for integrity today. And we could just turn on the news and see all the scandal, all the challenges that were that are out there with politics, politicians, with business leaders. And we really need integrity in our businesses today. We really need to infuse a sense of trust in the people that are leading us in these organizations. And so that was one of my favorite episodes. I think another thing that stood out to me was um, we had an episode entitled Facial Communication. And that was my friend, Dan Hill. Dan Hill has spoken in over 50 countries around the world. He is renowned as an expert when it comes to facial recognition, being able to understand how people are feeling by just looking at their face, the micro expressions in their face, the muscle twitches around their mouth and their eyes. That was really an incredible episode because as a public speaking coach, I often want my students and organizations understand that what you say is important, but what you don't say is just as important. And it's so moving to know that you can use to your advantage, your body, your expressions, your hand movements, the gestures that you make. And Dan, that was fun. I really had a good time with that one. And, and what an honor that afterwards he and I spoke and he said, Dave, this was probably my favorite podcast as a guest. And, And that was really such a great honor, Dan. And the third, and this was really, really tough, but I, I really think for where we were at, it was directing the airways with Caitlin Lovelady. And the reason why directing the airways was, was really fun for me was because my son, David, has been exploring careers, possible careers. What should he do? And he kind of narrowed it down to a few choices. And one of them was the air traffic control. I'm like thinking to myself, son, where did this come from? What do you, what do you mean being an air traffic controller? And so... I had to go through my network and I found Caitlin and we had to have a conversation and David interviewed her. My son interviewed her, Dan. And in that interview, I thought to myself, we've got to have her on a program. And it was amazing to be able to see the ability to control your words, Mm. what you say, even listening in silence, because lives are at stake. And I love that episode. And that was so much fun for me. And I think maybe because of what I was going through at the time, and helping David to try to look at colleges and career choices. And so he looked at being an air traffic controller. He looked at wanting to be a uh, physician for um, what we call sports teams, a sports doctor, study Mm. kinesiology. He went from wanting to also study sports management and either becoming an agent or becoming a coach. And Dan, Mm. he does have that kind of mindset. And I believe one day he could be an incredible coach in the NBA or whatever he decides to do. Uh, but that's how I got Caitlin on the program, and she was phenomenal. I had a great time with her. So, Dan, what 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 are what are some of your thoughts on the 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 other programs and episodes that we had before we go on to our favorite podcast? Let's see here. There's way too many. Um, man, I, I I feel like we're doing so so much injustice by not talking <laughs> about the rest of the podcast. Uh, I remember yeah. the flag. I remember the two water bottles with the kids' names on it. I, oh, yes, I mean, Andrew. Andrew there's Berger, so awesome. many that I feel there's that Carry a flag, you and I. But when we think about the special guests we have, there's so much nuggets of wisdom Yeah, that I am so grateful for. And I wish that everyone would take the time to go back and re-listen. As you talked about with the facial communication, that, that blew me away. Because mom always told us, look, you have two ears and one mouth. Yes. Twice as much as you speak. And you and I, we always competed. Who can speak the most? Who talks the most? Who's got it? And, and we, t- we tend to forget as leaders, you have to listen twice as much as you speak. But this one, to be able to look at your facial expression, your eye twitch, your, the way you smirk, the, your nose and how you move. I was, whoo, everything about it just amazing. Um, so, Dave, I, I think for me, we can always go back and listen to these things to gain more and more wisdom. Yes. I would have to tell you that I, I feel that we've been blessed to have such great guests to share their knowledge. And I look forward to our future guests. I mean, we have 
the vice president of U.S. channel sales at Microsoft that's going to be our special guest coming up. Can't wait. We have a business leader who started a, a dynamics practice and an ERP practice coming up on our podcast. We have so many great individuals that will be coming up on our podcast. And I am so excited about the business leadership lessons we're going to learn about, about what they've done. Even how did it break the glass ceiling? to go from being a woman in a technology field and to be able to be a leader and run the full channel practice in Americas. That, that's gonna be exciting. So anyways, I wanna make sure that now that we've talked about our, our own personal podcast, Dave, I think it's important to tell other people that yes, look, we're not selfish. We do, when we're driving in our cars, when we're in the house taking a break from working, we do like to support and listen to other people's podcasts. And I think Dave, you, You've got some great podcasts you like to listen to. Even your, one of your podcasts you love is actually one of my favorite podcasts as well, but I had to not include that one because that's one of my favorites. Um, not just because he wants to buy the New York Jets, but because I feel that when you, when you go out and speak, you got to keep it real. And nobody keeps it more real than that individual. So I'm not gonna, go ahead, take it, I'm take go it. And tell people what your top three podcasts are. Well, Dan, I appreciate that. And, and great minds think alike. How about that? Before I go into my favorite podcasts, or at least the ones I'm listening to right now that move me. And really a lot of it depends on my mood, Dan, what my mindset I want to have, what I'm tackling that day, that will dictate which podcast I put on. But there are three that really stand out to me. And before I share those three, if you're listening to our podcast today, I want you to make sure you subscribe, download these episodes and consider being a supporter. We need your support. If we're going to continue to deliver incredible content, bring on unbelievable guests and really keep sharing our, our thoughts. And Dan, and I go back and forth about who the better speaker is or who can deliver a greater month or whatever, but that's what we really need you to do. Go ahead and subscribe. So Dan, back to your question. I do love podcasts. I, I love listening to them. I, and probably it's because we're new to the world of podcasting, but ever since we got into it, I just want to hear more people. I want to hear more ideas. I want to hear more thoughts. I want to, I want to hear what people are doing to really change the world of the people that are listening to their program. So the first one, which I know you and I both talked about, is the Gary V audio experience. Gary V is amazing. I, I love how raw he is, Dan. He's just raw. And he's also passionate. How can you not listen to Gary V and just mm -hmm. go, all right, bro, let's go take over the world? I mean, he's that kind of guy. And mm -hmm. I enjoy listening to what he does. It seems unscripted, and that's really what you want. It's authentic. It's real. He's not trying to pretend to be anybody else. He, he really is an exciting thought leader in the world of marketing. And I really enjoy his podcast. He's got two of them. Uh, he's got books out there. There's, he's got incredible content, but he's got to be probably my first podcast that I listen to. And when it comes out every week, I'm checking it out. The other one, Dan, that I really, really like, and, and a lot of people know who this guy is, Dean Graziazzo is is amazing. His podcast is called the Dean Graziosi Show. And what I love about the way Dean does his program, Dan, they're not super long, but what they're, what they really do for me is this sense of positivity. Uh, he's such a great positive spirited motivator. And when you hear him speak, you just can't help but just think, yeah, I could do that. Mm. Yeah, that makes sense. And when he speaks, Dan, there's a sense of, of, he's very genuine. It's, it's, mm. I can't explain it other than if you have the skill set of learning to listen intensively, if you can carry yourself as a leader with empathy, Dean is like that. And I really would love to be able to have these two guys on our program one day. That's going to be one of our goals, Dan. We got to make it happen. All right. That would be and awesome. The third one here, Dan, is because I'm a minister, I came across this podcast around the time we started ours. And that was the Bema podcast. And that's what Marty Solomon is out there in eastern washington kind of that idaho border area and he does so much to help the young what we call leaders of our campus ministries campus movements he's really shaping a lot of younger leaders there but he puts on this incredible podcast called a beam podcast and there's some meaning behind it and i would say if you are at all interested in learning the bible and really want to hear a perspective that's more from a Jewish perspective. He's not Jewish, but he's learned under incredible rabbis, mm -hmm. but he helps us to see the, the, the Bible in a different way. And I've really enjoyed it. Now I will, I will say this up front. I don't necessarily agree with everything he said, but I'm going to tell you something. He opens your mind 
to seeing the Bible in ways you've never seen before. Especially if you grow up in a Christian Christian household, Christian mindset, you could tend to forget that the roots of your faith, the roots, got to go deep down in your faith. You've got to embrace what we call the Old Testament. you got to understand the Bible. And he does a great job with that. So, Dan, I would say right now, those are some of my favorites. And don't want to minimize the incredible guests we've had on. I do follow their podcasts as well, some of them. And I want you to know these are some of the three that stood out to me. So, Dan, what have been some of your favorite podcasts? I would have to tell you that um, <clears throat> if I had to replace my three, it'd probably be your three. Uh, <laughs> Stop. I, I would, I mean, really, when I think about positivity, when I think about mindset, yes, what is really missing today, specifically in the social unrest that's happening, the, the COVID that's happening, uh, when we think about the financial industry and what's taking place, really at this moment, we need positivity. And I think that a lot of us tend to forget that when we feed our bodies, it gives us energy. Now, there's things you can feed your body that's healthy. There's things that you can feed your body that's not healthy. Sure. And we tend to forget that we need to also feed our minds. Yes. And my daughter, uh, my daughters always ask me, Daddy, why are you and Mommy always reading? Why are you and Mommy always learning? You guys are not going to school no more. And I tell my daughters, listen. Always is the lessons of hard knocks. <clears throat> it never stops. You're always learning. You have to always grow in the industry that mommy and daddy are in as leaders, coaches, and trainers. We continue to have to learn. We continue to continue have to grow. So I appreciate that because I love the three podcasts you had mentioned these, those are some of my favorites as well. Um, we always have to show love to our Howard alumni members. And so one of the ones I like is the huddle and flow. Yep. Right, Jim Trotter and Steve White. If you think about it, these guys they they draw on their own experiences uh, as two uh, African American male men who have forty years of combined experience covering the NFL, covering all this background, and they bring it to us. I love that. I just love hearing. <clears throat> excuse me. I love hearing their perspective. Uh, a second one that I love, and I want to get into it, is uh, the secret to success with Eric Thomas, ET. Yes, ET. And, he is, he is one of my favorite speakers. He's one of David's favorite speakers. And I remember that there were times when he would get up and speak and he would tell people, look, my favorite day is Monday. Thank God it's Monday. People <laughs> always want to thank God it's Friday. He's thank God it's Monday because it's the first day of the week. Yeah. It's the day of the week he can get up and go make money. It's the day of the week he can go and make things happen. This guy used to live in garbage cans, abandoned buildings. He, he went got his GED, his master's degree, G, and then he went and received his PhD. He is now a motivational business speaker all around the world. And he does a lot of free speeches for the inner city communities because he knew where he came from, what he does. I love that. I really love that. And in the effort of staying positive in your mindset, there's this uh, podcast called Being Super, right? By Super Anthony. Interesting name. I think sometimes people put together names to be catchy, but his, his whole set a mindset with his, his podcast is that he wants you to be better mm. after you listen to his podcast or after you left for the day. It's all about the, every episode is all about helping you with your mindset, helping you be positive, helping you to walk away feeling better than you did when you first came in. And I love that. We do not take enough time to feed our own heart and our yes. own mind. Yes. And I know that with my wife and her business, she does executive coaching just like you do, Dave. And one of the things that uh, business leaders tend to do is they tend to take all these stats, all these feelings of all these negative things, and they have a hard time pushing through. And at times they need someone to be able to see that with them. Yeah. But then being able to motivate and coach them through. That doesn't mean that the individual being mentored and coached by you or Jenny are better than them. It just means they're able to push those right buttons yes. to help get you through. When yes. we think about our favorite tennis players growing up, we have Boris Becker and Yvonne Lindo. We think about our fa the favorite golfers we love, Tiger, Tiger Woods. We think about all these famous athletes. Every single one of them were ranked number one or number two in the world for years. Yes. But every single one of them had a coach. That's right. To help push them through. Every single one of them had a coach, not only to help them with the fundamentals of their game, the fundamentals of the game, but the mindset, 
what's really going on in their head. Get through, get through, get through. You can do this, you can do this, you can do this. Push through the pain, push through the pain. Hey, don't give up on this rally. Don't give up on the stroke. Hey, Tiger Woods, like, look, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hit this, I'm gonna hit this ball so strong. I'm gonna hook it so much. I'm gonna get it on the green with one swing. No golfer's ever done that, Tiger. That's crazy. If you miss this shot, you're not gonna win. You miss this shot. You're going to go down four or five strokes. You're going to get double bogey. If you miss a shot, and what does he do? Gets it on the green for an eagle. Cool on the uh, That is some mental mindset work. Yes. Anyways, that's my top three podcasts I listen to outside of our own. And I will tell you, there is one podcast. If it's okay for me to keep talking, Dave, I apologize about this. There's one <laughs> podcast that I love to listen to for my kids. It's called okay. the Big Life Kids Podcast. And we have a workbook that our two daughters, they're young. Our two daughters have the workbook. And in that day, they'll listen to the podcast and they'll write it to this workbook. It's a journal that they get nice. to write it to. And it's all about keeping kids motivated, keeping kids excited about life, keeping kids to be able to see and write down the big perspective. And so I don't try to just listen to podcasts for myself. Mm -hmm. I encourage my children to listen to podcasts. So every Saturday morning, we as a family, my wife, my two daughters and I, we listen to the, 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 the this Big Life Journal, this Big Life Kids podcast with my kids. Dan, I, I love it. And I think what's amazing about what you're doing with your girls, and let me just say kudos to you, because it's so important that our children have an incredible foundation of belief. And you guys have done that. And I can't tell you how important that is, because the world around us really tries to shape our children into being negative thinkers and to think that things can't happen in their lives and they can't accomplish things. I was actually going to send this book for Zoe, for your daughter, Dan, because she's getting older now. And there's this book called Do Hard Things. Mm. And it's by these brothers, Alex and Brett Harris. And they talk about what it means to grow up as teenagers and to think, can I do great things with my life? Can we do something incredible with our lives? And that that's something that I really want uh, your, your oldest daughter to be able to grab, really grasp for herself as she continues to mature and becoming a confident young woman. So I love that, Dan. Thanks for sharing that. Let me ask this question, Dan, because part of what we're doing here is sharing our top, our top three. We talked about our top three episodes. We talked about our top three podcast programs. I want to talk about our top three books. Now, you and Jen are incredible readers. I, I don't want to minimize that there are people out there in the business world, and we're all about the now, 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 I don't want to call it microwave society. I think we kind of get bored of that terminology, but in the same spirit of the microwave society, you get, you get these people that want to just skim through books. And if you remember when we were in high school, Dan, there used to be something called cliff notes. And what I think people want to do is get into Blinkist or they want to just get the summary of these books, but there's still something to be said about really sitting down and going through the pages of a book and reading it. Yep. And you and your wife commit every day to reading <clears throat> adding to your own knowledge, adding to your own experiences with the books that you find. What are some of the books that you found over the last year or so that have really resonated with you? Or what are you reading now, Dan? Dave, that's a great question. So we are all about audiobooks in our family as well. So we have a, a uh, when we listen to an audio, audio, audio book and we love it, we buy the book. And one of the things we like to do is listen to two, two audio books a month and read one physical book a month. Uh, and try to get three books in a month. And it's very easy when we're doing yard work, driving somewhere, uh, especially now with COVID, we take walks uh, around the community, we'll listen to an audiobook, and we get our kids to listen to audiobooks as well. Uh, we've subscribed to the local library here for our two daughters. They, yep. can, they can check out any book they want. And every day, uh, our daughters have to read three chapters in a book. Nice. And after they read the three chapters, they have to write a summary. And they're happy because they have the weekends off and they can do the listening where we talk, listen to a podcast, but we make them listen and read books on a continuous basis. And the reason why we do that is really about teaching them to develop a habit that yeah. doesn't matter how intelligent you think you are or how smart you think you are, you can always learn something from someone. And that's really when we do that. I love listening to audiobooks, And one of the things I'd tell you that I don't know what audiobooks and what physical books are my favorite because I collect a lot of them. <laughs> but I will try to list, uh, uh, I will try to list, um, I'll try to list three of them. Go for uh, it. One of the things I, I love, and, and we think about the business mindset that happens today, and Simon Sinek has, has really created uh, this new movement. 
Yes. Where we, we have to change how we do things. Exactly. And one of the books that he has is called The Infinite Game. And when we think about sports, we think about uh, activities where we think about certain things in life, specifically with sports, you know the goal of the game. Yeah. There's a winner and there's a loser. That's it. Or you know the rules in the game. You have three strikes or out. You have to score as many runs as you can in nine innings. So there, th this is what we call the, the finite portion. The infinite portion is when you have different players, different moving pieces coming in and out. And when you think about your own career, where you're at and where you want to get to, there's different leaders that come in your life, different peer people that come in your life, different companies and what they're doing. So the game always changes. Right. How do you win when the game always changes? And I love that. How do you win when the rules changes? How do you win when uh, everything in life, there is no specific endpoint. There is no, if you do this, you win it all. How do you do that? I love that aspect of the book. Another book, and there's a couple of things, as you know, that I, I try to do. I, I don't really sleep as much as I should. It's been, it's been <laughs> one of the things my wife is trying to get me to change because she knows it's not good for me. But I love to stay up late, continue to read and learn. But one of the things I've changed over the last well, a couple of years and really gone strong with it is called uh, waking up at five o'clock in the morning. Now, this goes all the way back into 1991, uh, late 91, when I first joined the, joined the Army. And in 92, when I went to um, Fort Knox, Kentucky, and I went to all the different boot camp trainings, and we were looking at going to the Gulf War, right when the Gulf War hit in 91, late, late 91, we always woke up early in the morning. Now, the yeah. military, they, they force you to wake up early. You go and get your exercise in. You go and get the wake up and get the blood flow going. You fix your bed. We talked about the reasons why the first thing you do in the morning, you fix your bed. Yes. It's all about having that sense of accomplishment to do list. I finished, I finished the first thing in the morning. We wake up in the morning, we exercise. Now, one of the things I love about uh, the 5 a.m. club, it's a book by Robert Sharma. It's really about getting you up in the morning, getting your purpose done. So five o'clock in the morning, I wake up, I do 20 minutes of exercise. I, I hit it right away. It's, it's a high intensity interval training exercise. You get that done. You get the blood flowing. You're really yes. getting excited. After that, you're doing your 20 minutes of meditation, prayer, uh, getting, getting your inner peace going. And then after that, you do 20 minutes of what we call learning, mm. adding on to what we call your expertise. When, by the time six o'clock comes or 6.15, depending on how long it takes for you to get started, you've accomplished more than most people have and they're still sleeping. And so the way I look at that is I got two hours before my kids wake up to get a lot of business work done. The hard stuff, the things that I don't want to do throughout the day. So I think about the night before, what is my most difficult task I need to accomplish? Okay, six to eight, that's when I do that task. Nobody's bothering me, no interruptions at all. I put my music on, all right, I, I got my jams. I have my positivity music and I, I can get to work. And then after that, I reward myself after, after those two hours to spend time with my kids, love them, hug them, things like that. And then the last book, and there's so many books, Dave, I'm sorry. Yeah. I, I, I just, no, no, don't worry. Book. I had to make you go to only three, Dan. There you go. The last book I, I would have to say is called Super Connector. Mm -hmm. And uh, when we think about one of the things I love about what you and I do as, as business coaches, what you and I do as business leaders is that we always take the time. What is the time now? And we've always adapted and changed our methodologies, our coaching practice to help business leaders to adapt to the time. Yeah. What has worked 20 years ago isn't necessarily going to work today. When we were growing up, my father was in the military. It was more of the, you do it. The leadership told you to do it. You do it. You make it happen. You do it now. No questions asked. Just make it happen. Get, get it done. And, we, and I thought to myself, why did I father used to teach us that way? It was more because there's so many factors that can affect you from moving forward in life. But yet he taught us in a way, just get it done. And today you have to be sensitive and how you speak to people. You have to coddle them and all. There's, there's so many things that change. But even in the business world, what happened 20 years ago, the respect, wearing the suit and the tie, the IBM way, because that's where I worked. I worked at IBM. I met my wife, my wife at IBM. And I'm so glad that the tie and the blue suit and the white dress shirt went out the door before I started working for them. But it was a, it was a mental process. So Super Connector is all about how you network. Yeah. How you build business relationships and how that's different than in the past. It's not networking just for networking's sake. It is networking with a purpose, with a goal, with a reason. And this book was done by Scott Gerber and Ryan Poole. And really, it's a new category of professionalism, how you network in this new social media era. And I love that. I love how it teaches you how to understand the power of building business relationships, not just 
hey, I want to I want to get to know who the top person is. But why? Yeah. Why should you this person who's the top person spend time with you? What are you doing to help them? What are you doing to understand what is important to them? And then bringing that to the table. That takes a lot of work rather than to say, hey, you're a CEO, I'm going to get to know you. No, what is important to that person? Why is it important to them? Do the work to give to them what they're looking for and what they need. And then connecting them with other business leaders that's going to help prepare their business before you ask for what you need for yourself. This is a totally new era. It is. We'll be right back after this short break. We want to thank our sponsor for today's episode, Paul Jackowitz of pauljackowitz.com. For all your website design and management needs, visit Paul Jackowitz. That's Paul, J-A-C-K-I-E-W-I-C-Z.com. Thank you for checking out the DSB Leadership Speaking Podcast. If you are enjoying the program and are learning something along with us, please consider becoming a supporting member through our Patreon page at patreon.com slash twins talk it up. Also, consider leaving a five-star rating on Apple and comment on our other platforms, including YouTube. If you'd like to learn more and get more information, we would like you to become a guest on our future episode. Send us a message via our website at www.dsbleadershipgroup.com. Thank you for listening to the Twins Talk It Up podcast. As a special thank you, we have an amazing offer for our listeners for a free consultation over the next two weeks. Visit our website and schedule your free 30-minute consultation. And now, let's get back to the episode. Welcome back to Twins Talk It Up podcast. It is, Dan. And I'll tell you, I, I, if you don't mind me jumping in, Brownie, I want to say I, I really enjoy not just you talking about these books and why they really played an incredible role in your own personal growth, but I love the way you speak with enthusiasm about the books. And Mm -hmm. to me, there's nothing like growing and learning from what other people have experienced. And I'll tell you a book right now that I just started digging in. Well, actually, I'm going to hold on to that book for a second because it's it's amazing to be able to think about what books can be at. And so when people say, Dave, Dave, I got, I read this book. I read that book. I, I take my phone, I, I try to put it in my phone, say, Dave, can I get to it later? And you, you don't realize how many books you got to read, how many things are out there that you should learn, especially in our world and in our spaces. And so I try to think about communication books or books on coaching because of my field. But I wanted to share three books that I, that I think are really encouraging. And they, some of them you can look at and say, well, I don't know about that. But one of the books is someone you really like, Dan. You talk about this guy all the time, Malcolm Gladwell. Yeah, I love his books. Yep. He had a book Ford, that I, yep. David Goliath. David Goliath. Outliers. Outliers. Where do we start? <laughs> all of them, Dan, you tell them, just read them all. Yeah, and, and, he's a journalist by trade. That's his background, mm-hmm. Canadian journalist. And what I love about Malcolm is he kind of gets you to think. Do your research and think outside the box. Don't just yeah. get enamored with the story understand why there is a story there in the first place. And so the book that really I wanted to highlight, Dan, is something that you and I've talked about before is the book that he did. um, It was called talking to strangers. Yeah. And what's amazing about talking to strangers and why I wanted to be able to highlight this book is it gives you a better understanding of how quick we are to judge people and not really understanding who they are, not being patient enough to really get the whole story. And, and so he goes into different stories, whether you're talking about um, talking about Hitler and you talked about uh, the different challenges with uh, uh, Sandusky at Penn State. Mm. And, and some of the lessons he says in that book of talking to strangers or how we talk to strangers is that we can overestimate our ability to read people and what they're thinking. We're not all like Dan Hill, Dan. We're not experts in facial expression, reading people, but we're very quick to judge. And just like our mom taught us, be quick to listen, slow to speak, right? Uh, we also learn from her that give people the benefit of doubt and understand their story. And it goes back to the adage of walking a mile in their shoes. And I know it's hard because we want to be quick in our decisions. And we want to make the, the decisive points to go forward, but sometimes we got to pause. And so he talks about that in the book. He talks about how we can naturally default to uh, believing that other people are telling the truth. And guess what? We also think that they're incapable of telling us a lie. And, and, and what's really hard about that is that we believe that some people are always right. And we've been in this incredibly weird 
climate in the United States where everything's been so politicized. You got your Democrats, you got your Republicans. Oh, they're they're Republicans, so they have to be right. Or because I'm a Christian, I have to be Republican, which I think is baloney. But what happens is, is that because they believe this about them, they tend to think everything they do is right. And if you say one thing negative about them, then something's wrong with you. You're not a supporter. And I think that's baloney. I, I'm, I'm a big, huge, you and I are Cowboys fans, but we can flat out pick out all the things we don't like. That doesn't mean you're not a fan. We're fans. Okay. I'm a huge Chicago Blackhawks fan. I love it. But you know what? I can pick point what I don't like. You, you've got to be open and be real. And that's, he talks about it. And he says about how we can be so bad at judging people because of how they express their emotions and they mm-hmm. might express things differently. Mm-hmm. And I think that goes into a lot of conflicts we can have, even our marriages with our children, with our colleagues. That's something to keep in mind. So that's one of the books I would say, if you have the time, grab it, do an audio book. I think it came out like in 2019 or something like that. And I just got to it not too long ago, about a, actually about a year ago. So it was just kind of interesting for me. I wanted to be able to share that book. Then another book comes from one of the, all-time coach people say who's the greatest coach ever Mm -hmm. in the game is it bill belichick i I think it's john wooden john wooden you can say coach k you you can say whatever you want roy williams just retired and and dean smith i mean there's some incredible coaches dan but but john wooden why wouldn't you put him number one the guy won 10 championships seven in a row the guy was unbelievable and he's an incredible coach so there's all these different lessons teaches out there, but there's a book out there that John Wooden, uh, that's written about John Wooden. It's called Coach Him Up, Five Lessons from Leading the John Wooden Way. Hmm. And if you don't have the time, grab the audiobook. It will inspire you because you've got to believe the best about your people. Yeah, rules were different back then. They're not the same now. Maybe there's not the same type of parody, but transfer rules are different for college athletes. But he had a way to draw people in. Think about Lou Alcindor, Muhammad mm. Ali. These, I mean, uh, Lou Alcindor, sorry. You think about you think about these guys, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, right? They, yeah. They're incredible athletes that played for him. And that's what he did. And then the last one I want to share is this. A book, Dan, I just picked up. I read Barack Obama's first book. And it's The a Promised Land by Barack Obama. And if you guys remember The Audacity of Hope, there's some incredible books. I'm really excited about reading this, Dan. It's really him. He said he started writing this book when he was near the very end of his time in office and he and Michelle had boarded Air Force One and it was the last time he was going to be at Air Force One, he started writing this book. Mm-hmm. And you start thinking about what do we believe about our outlook of our country, our outlook about our life. And I love it. He's, he's such a great speaker, master words. Dan, when we get a chance, we're going to have to continue our top three and do our top three speakers. And I have to give it to Barack in many, many ways, his mastery of words and imagery. Yeah, there might be some things you can nitpick about change this or change that, but he has such a great way of moving people through how he speaks and his vision. And when you read this and you understand the way he carries himself, you can't help but be inspired by this. And yeah, it's a little bit of a going to take some time, keep it on your nightstand and kind of a read. That's what this is. Uh, but then I think this is something I think people should pick up. Dave, I think those are great books. And I, I will tell you that all those books are just positive. Very. Just the way I look at it. I tend to read books and listen to audiobooks that have uh, something positive in it. And I don't know why. I just love that narrative. And every single one of those individuals, the books, you're absolutely correct. Uh, how do you how do you how do you win uh, seven championships in a row? <laughs> That's amazing. Um, anyways, let's round up our, our podcast this week um, with uh, finally some of the lessons that we've learned, some of the leadership lessons that we've learned, and personally, leadership lessons that we've learned this past year. Yeah. When I think about twenty twenty. Uh, three things that pop into my mind are the three lessons that I've learned. One is be authentic. One of the things that we teach sales reps uh, as, through our, our sales training program that we have is being authentic. When you are an MSP, a managed services provider, or you're trying to reach a particular customer, if, you're, if they feel like you're being, they're being sold to, if they yep. feel like you're not being authentic, you're not being real, you're not being truthful, it is not a good thing. And so I, I have been in this position in 2020 where I've heard leaders 
say over and over to me and at conferences that their main goal is authenticity, being authentic. Number two, one of the leadership lessons I've learned this year and the leadership lesson I have been able to teach a lot of, a lot of other leaders is boost employee self-esteem. Nice. One of the things that uh, is very easy to do, and we do this as well. When I sit down with my business owners, I always tell them I want to I pull up their, their balance sheet. I want to pull up their annual return of revenue. I want to look at their profitability. I want to look at the EBITDA. I want to look at all these, these trends to make sure they're going in the right direction. Then I always go back to looking at the way people are being compensated. What does the compensation structure look like? What are the KPIs that we need to look at? So all these things can become quite boring at times, but it tells a big story. Yes. One of the things that are not included is how to boost employee self-esteem. And a lot of times business owners and leaders don't do enough of that. And it doesn't take much. I think about our friend Tony at, at Sata Systems. And I, I told you one of the things I really admire about Tony is his continuous way he always showcase and lifts up to his employees on LinkedIn, on social mm -hmm. media. He's, I don't know what it is, but he is their biggest champion. And it didn't take a lot of money to do that. It just took spending some time. What is in your heart? What is in your mind? What are you thinking about? And writing about that individual. A lot of leaders don't realize that sometimes by just giving you a special, I, I wanna thank you so very much. I appreciate what you've done. You're a great employee for this organization. Just that enough, that alone can be enough to help an employee to continue to work hard and push through. Cause you don't forget that sure. your employees are an extension of your brand. When you're not there and your employees are talking to customers or potential customers or potential clients, guess what they're doing? They are extending your brand out to them. So it's very important to make sure your employees are happy. And the last thing well, of the lessons that was needed in 2020 is coaching. Yep. Get coaching. I think what people were at home for 2020, this was the best time of the year to learn. You had two hours a day extra, maybe because of less travel. You should always do something to add to who you are and what you are. And I think in 2021, as people are, are starting to look at possibly going back to the office or doing a hybrid approach or even staying at home more, you should still take 2021 as an opportunity to continue to grow and learn and add to yourself, add to your tool belt. And every single individual that I've met in my line of business, they've all said the same thing. I need to spend more time in growing. And that calls getting coaching. So if you want 2021 to be the best year ever, and I know we're already saying this, we're, we're already gotten to the, to the portion of the year already. You have to be willing to invest in yourself. Do it's it. Okay. I, I invest in my kids all the time. I buy them things. I take them out to the park. I ask my wife, what do you want to eat for dinner? Where do you want to go uh, this year? What do you like to do? I've never really sat down and say, this is what I want. And I think as business leaders, we have to do the same thing. Yep. We always think about what's best for the shareholders, what's best for our team, what's best for our customers. What would our customers want? What do our customers do? But we tend to forget, what about me? And I would tell you this year, invest in yourself, get coaching. Amen. Dan, I can't tell you how much we need to really shout that from the rooftop. <clears throat> and if you don't invest in yourself, you're not going to be able to fulfill your great expectations, your potential you're going to have those challenges if you don't invest in yourself. And I think it's unfortunate that people tend to overlook that or they don't put enough time into thinking about how can they make themselves the best manager, best leader, best parent, best example they could be. Mm -hmm. You got to invest in yourself. And right now, what's been amazing, I met with a business owner yesterday and he's owned a company for years. And we were talking about the idea of passing on to one of, his children and the company's growing, growing, growing. He said, they're not ready. They've got to keep learning. They got to keep growing. And what are they doing to do that? How are they investing in their own growth? And so he's got to be confident enough to walk away, but he can't walk away unless they're able to take it over. And so this is not the time when you're struggling with trying to figure out how to keep growing to say, I'm not going to invest the dollars into training programs, or I'm not going to invest resources into giving my employees or giving our staffs opportunities to grow. Yeah. This is the time to do more of that. 
So it might go against your initial insecurity or your concern, but do it anyways. Uh, Dan, I want to share about my three. And the first one is something you told me. And it's because 2020 brought a year of pivoting for me. And when COVID came and wrecked our businesses, wrecked our sense of normalcy, it, it really forced me to change how I was going at my company. My company was initially all things for all people, which means nothing for anybody. And I was trying to do corporate trainings. I was going to different organizations and providing leadership and communications training. And then boom, oh, Dave, we're going to put a pause on that contract or Dave, we're going to have to push that off till next year. Or we're going to have to go ahead and, and really cancel that because we don't have the money or the resources, or we're worried about what's going to happen to our company. And so it made me learn to pivot. And so I started a public speaking course. You've created courses. We're putting more material on our website. And we had to learn to do things differently. So the thing I would share is this. You shared with me about pivoting. And when I pivoted, I had to refine my niche, narrow it down even more. And when I started doing that, things started opening up a little bit more. And I said, I am your public speaking coach. I'm your leadership communications trainer. And then it started giving me more exposure, more opportunities. And so it might seem counterproductive, but the reality is the more narrow you get, the more opportunities are going to come your way. So, Dan, that was something that I thought about. And the other thing that, that I wanted to share was expressing gratitude. You talked about Tony and what he does with his people. I think for us and our mindset, we got to say what we're grateful for, even the little things. Thank you for the water. Thank you for this. Thank you for that. And why? Because it keeps us in a different state of mind. We start looking for the good in people. We start looking for the good in situations versus looking for all the reasons why it can't go right, all the reasons why it's going to fail. And so I've been really, really focusing more on my gratitude journal or writing out what I'm really grateful for. And I'm Dan, I'm grateful for you. I'm grateful for being a twin. I'm grateful for having an older brother. And when you get to know who we are and how our culture played a role in how we grew up, you understand how I look at my twin, even though we are only separated by a little bit of time, right? We're not separated by a second, minutes, an hour and a half is closer where we are. But that's still my older brother, okay? And then you also, Dan, my third lesson is you taught me to do the hardest thing first. You said six to eight, that's what you do. And I think the way you framed it was some people said you got to eat the frog. Uh, and you said, Dave, just do what's hard first. And I never knew that my nature was to say, I'm going to get to it. And I do all these different things. I'm going to get it. But there are things that I don't want to do. We all have those things. But just get it done. You never know what could happen. You might get that yes that you're looking for. You might get that signed agreement that you want. You might get that door opened. But if you don't do it, it's not going to happen. And so those would be the things that I would share, Dan. And I want to add one more thing, if you don't mind. And maybe you can share a thought here before we close off, Dan. But. I'm learning also that you've got to be able to look at your life and realize how valuable it is. As you know, Dan, I'm a minister and I've done some funerals and uh, I've got a wedding coming up in two weeks, which is awesome. that I'll be officiating. But in that, it seems like the closer people get to the reality that this might be near my end, they seem to be that much more either uh, drawn inwardly or they're drawn outwardly. And they're trying to get with their friends or trying to get with their family. They're trying to state all the things that they want to get done and accomplish. And they start writing, they start investing, whatever. And I started realizing that it's important that we maximize our opportunities. Don't take for granted what your act of kindness can do for somebody. Don't take for granted what your element of sacrifice can mean to a family. Be able to think differently about your life going forward in 2021 and make the most of it. And so for Dan and I, we are looking at our Twins Talking Up podcast. We're saying, what else, what else can we do to push out our message, to push out our brand? And so we've been working on a few books. And one that will be coming out pretty soon is our public speaking book, Talk It Up. And so we are going to stay on it because we will push out encouraging words, encouraging messages to support your growth. So, Dan, that's what I wanted to share. Anything else you want to add before we close off today? Yes. Uh, please uh, make sure that when the book comes out, get the book, support us with that. Um, Dave, I would like to tell you that 2020, even 2021 has been a very difficult year for a lot of people. And if you don't have a best friend, you don't have a mentor or coach or somebody that can help you 
go find one. I would tell you, being an identical twin, we, we're, at, we're at an advantage compared to most people. We know each other very well. We call each other up almost daily to check in and see how we're doing. It could be five minutes, it could be two hours when we talk. It's always about building each other up. It's always about um, understanding what's going on, but yet trying to find the positivity in anything and everything there is. I would like to encourage our listeners in 2021, continue to add to your learning. Continue to boost your own self-esteem. Continue to grow and learn. And if you need assistance, you need help, go to our Twins Talk It Up podcast. We have a lot of great business leaders sharing their goals, sharing their ideas. And then we also have my twin brother and I competing with each other at times on who's got the best books, who's read the best this, best that. I mean, even growing up, there were times where we competed with running, uh, running against each other, playing tennis against each other, all the way down to playing marbles. I don't even know if people even know what marbles <laughs> yeah, are anymore. I remember that, yeah. and all those things have been great. And uh, Dave, you've been a great leader, always have these great visions and great ideas. So I really appreciate you because uh, I talk a lot at times, but you're, you're making it happen. And I appreciate that. Everyone, thank you so very much for being a, a special, special uh, guest. Even if you're not on the Devout Podcast, the fact that you're listening to our podcast uh, makes us feel special as well. To can you continue to tell people about it? I want to make sure everyone listens to this. They're excited. They're fired up. And they're going to have a great day. David, thank you very much. Take care, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Twins Talk It Up podcast. Please subscribe and follow us on Instagram at DSB Leadership and visit us online at dsbleadershipgroup.com to learn more about our workshops and trainings. We will see you on the next episode of the Twins Talk It Up podcast.